You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. Yes, it's another edition of Talking Walking Dead on theblaze.com slash radio. Jeff Fisher, Jason Betrell, episode 610. Tell me you can hear that and not get sucked. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jason, episode 610. I got to tell you. I mean, first of all, coming off of last week, hard one to follow. You, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna make that up. I have a love hate relationship with the, like really intense episodes, like last week's, because you know that something like this is gonna follow. I'm right, not saying it was a bad one. Right, no, it wasn't. It was okay. It started out like a dream, yeah. which I really thought it yeah. was, mm. and maybe it really was because. God, don't say that. We're not. No, but I mean, it's not gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna. It's not gonna last. Yeah, you know, I, this whole thing was just. Whatever. I when I say I have a, a love hate relationship is because all right. So the thing that I love the most about Walking Dead, I'm going to say right now, is the character. Uh, how how they how they develop the characters so well. Right. So I really don't care if it's like tell me it wasn't cool to see, you know, Rick and one of his homeboys, Daryl, just like cruising down, out scavenging, music, out yep. scavenging. But it didn't feel like they were scavenging really. It felt like just a couple of boys going out for a drive, pretty much. <laughs> but we can do that with The Walking Dead because we're so invested right. in the characters; they mean right. something to us. So watching them, I, t- right. I, I was, I was, I was, I was crazy tickled just watching them drink a soda can together, just passing it around. Hey. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, and when, when they were out scavenging, I kind of get the impression that uh, I don't think. Uh, not quite sure. Maybe I missed something, but we had a lot of characters missing from this episode, which, again, goes back to your character development. It's okay, because we know they're okay, and it's like a relative you haven't seen in a while. We'll see them in a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they're like getting us more and more like you know pulled in on some of these characters. They no. just kill them off in a few more episodes. Which, I mean, it's possible. But uh, when they were out uh, scavenging, I kind of get the impression that Daryl really hasn't talked to Rick about uh, the motorcycle gang. Mm. And what they ran into out there. That's interesting, um, yeah. He obviously did not say a word about that, I guess. Really. We, I mean, I just kind of got that impression. I mean, it didn't feel like Rick was too concerned about this other group. That's a really good point there, Jeffy. Yeah, I don't. You would think that they would have some kind of like beefed up security or something. Yeah. Because they, when they when they when they mention this Negan character, I mean, he, Daryl made a point of saying that he, you know, we had talked about it. They're flip. They flip flop now on wanting to bring people in and being yeah. uh, exclusive, just them. Yeah. Um, you know, they flip flop. So um, I just got the impression that Daryl, you need to. Tell the yeah. man what you encountered out there, bro. Yeah, that, that that's, that's a dang good point, really. I, I didn't even think about that at the time because you would think just how how security minded they are, and because they're vets, you know, of this whole, and they're supposed to be like the, you know, the best of the best out here. Right. You would think that now when they're going out on patrols like that, they're armed to the teeth. You know, they have a contingency plan just in case they get rolled right. up on again. But they did not. No, they did not. That way. I wonder if that's also a kind of indicative of the uh, of the episode because you kind of got that. Oh, things are all back to normal. We're back in, you know, Mayberry. I mean, you really did get that sense the entire time. People are living their lives again as if Which nothing was ever what happened. Which was brought me to the dreamland. Yeah. I mean, come on. 
Yeah. Uh, I got it. We're we're all we're fixing up and we've got to get rid of the dead bodies on the street and we've got and to then, clean the place up a little. I got it. And then think about it. It's I was not expecting a flash forward. This episode was a flash forward of what? Uh, over a month maybe? How long? Yeah, it's been, it was quite a while. At right? first, yeah, at I mean, first it felt like it. I even thought um blank uh, the the baby, uh baby's name. Uh Yes. Yeah, I even thought the baby was was uh, larger than what I last saw. Her. So I was like, "Oh, did they like flash forward like a year or so ahead?" It literally felt that long. I thought this episode was going to be well, a massive cleanup in, in operation. In real life, they have right. I mean, so the baby's definitely growing exponentially in real life, where you got to try to kind of pretend that it's not. Yeah, but but I thought I thought they actually did flash forward like a year or so because it actually felt. I, mean, I just was not expecting that. I was like, "See, and that's kind right. of." That's kind of my my angst a little bit, my anger a little bit sometime in the in, in in this show is think about all the cool material you could have gotten out of the aftermath. You know, your ground zero of this huge, you know, zombie invasion. Plus all these other groups that have been like the wolves, you have Negan's crew, like what you pointed out. You this there was so much material for them to pursue right in the aftermath, but they completely just you blew blew it you blew, off. Blew it off. They blew, blew it. Off. I don't, they didn't want us to see the cranes that they brought in to get rid of the dead people. It, it, yeah, it would have been a massive, <laughs> massive undertaking right. to clean this place up. But they completely blew it off. And what they gave us was was this flash forward. Everything's hunky dory. Everyone's back to their old business. Everything's fine. Um, yes. I, I, I was just I was just completely baffled by that. And uh, then um, one of the things that really kind of I, I mean I, I know why they did it, but it just kind of irked me. And I, they didn't need to do it. Was uh, homeboy killing his mom out in the woods? You didn't like that. Well, first of all, okay. <laughs> I mean, I hate to be critical, but she died in the city, smack dab in the middle of the city in her house. Uh, and now she's out wandering the woods. I think not. I I don't. I was. I almost mentioned this in our last talking Walking Dead because I thought that there might have been something interesting going on with the way that she died. Because she, she went crazy and and waited. they didn't show it. Like so. So she right. stepped out. All, ah, you know, and she started I shooting. I expected to see her in the crowd. Yeah, or, when they were killing it, when they were wiping it out on the streets. And you had mentioned something about Judith being the key. I thought she right. might have also been something tied into that. I didn't really know. But uh, like you know, like the little the okay. World War Z you know okay. syndrome yeah, yeah, yeah. something yeah because they just completely flash it you didn't see anything else so I was like oh my well, god well it was kind of a waste because Michonne didn't want to kill her I mean if we're gonna flash back to that episode we could flash back to Michonne didn't want to kill her and gave her the chance to uh, kill her herself and of yeah. course people aren't going to kill themselves mm-hmm. she wanted to go out in a blaze of glory mm-hmm. but she didn't die you knew I mean and you, I figured that she would be a walker which is why I would figure that she would. They would have killed her in the. Michonne was going to have to kill her in the, uh, in the surge. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Which didn't happen. But now all of a sudden, after the surge, she's wandering the woods. Stop it. Yeah. So stop it. And that's another thing. You got you've got Carl with his main squeeze out there in in the forest out there hanging out. Um, which I again I didn't really get that because if you follow the the book the comics, Carl is starting to get harder. He's starting to get harder. He's starting to get stronger. He's starting to get focused. And this injury to him, which is what I was expecting them to start to develop over the next few episodes, is making this guy into a zombie land. He was almost there at one time at the prison. Right, 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 right. Remember? Yep, yep. 
uh, when his mom died and the baby and everything. Right. He was almost there, and they, you know, Rick tried to bring him off the, bring him, pull and him that, back off. And that's kind of because the the show is taking little bits and pieces in the timeline and mixing yeah. them together. Yeah. So he did. Carl originally got that around the uh, governor time, time yeah. around that time. So that fit. He was getting harder, but then he, it, it, yeah, it it, it kind of got mixed up a little bit. But now I, I I didn't really get. So I didn't get that scene when they were like kind of hanging out in the woods together, still reading comic books. Because that's like furthest from the Carl that what, what he's right, and then he be. let uh, he saw uh, he saw uh, Michonne and uh, what's his face wander in the woods, and then yeah. he saw her Diane mm. wander in the woods. He didn't kill her, mm. and that's when you know he said Michonne, you know, I would do the same for you, your family, oh, whatever. Yeah, of course well, we know that. And it is it's something I think that's another character trick that that they're doing. They're showing like the different personalities. So like like sure. think, think about like Daryl. Daryl doesn't care who you are. If you're a zombie, he's going to kill you. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and there's several characters that, that are like that. Well, there's this other side. Like, there's probably the Rick. There's the Michonne. There's the Carl. Um, probably Maggie. Glenn, for sure. That they, they still have this humanity to Absolutely. them. Absolutely. So regardless That's what makes of the, them. Right, right. And so regardless of how crazy the world's getting, they're holding on to their humanity. Absolutely. And that That's was a good way to show that. Yes, it was. That scene. I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. No question. <laughs> and then we have uh, we have uh, Rick and Michonne finally hooking up. Yeah. Uh, we have the love affair. I mean, that's following the books a little bit. Tell uh, me you didn't see that coming when she course. popped out in her in her bathrobe. But really, it, uh, episode. You know, I, was I like, oh, a line from uh, from a movie that uh, <laughs> talked about uh, it's not a choice; it's a lack of options. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> you know, I kind of, I kind of, I'm, I'm sticking with that. Uh, yeah. It's not a choice. It's a lack of options. Rick's already the wife's been gone. He was already uh, broken down the barrier with the girlfriend who had who he had to kill. Homegirl just um, died a couple of weeks ago, or I don't know how. See, much time right, we don't know the time frame, right? So, but it's I mean, it's I get it, but you know, the, that barrier was down. Please don't so, turn this into a soap opera, please, AMC. That's that's I just I don't <laughs> want this to devolve into a soap opera. Um, I know. I don't expect I know, but, that relationship to. Go. I I don't personally see it going. I don't. Think, I hope it doesn't. Because they're pragmatists. They're they're like hard. You know what That's I mean. That's what so, makes, leads me to. It's just. Uh, it's a lack of options. Yeah. Right. Hey, we're. We and, did this. It's all good. And what we touched on. Life is simple right now. So, and that's what they wanted to show in this episode. Life is simple. Look, we're even having time to 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 give in to some fantasies that we might have had. But later on, what they're setting up with characters that eventually get introduced in the show that we'll get around to, well, it's going to get a lot harder. When they were out scavenging, they run into Jesus. Jesus, Um, this guy, uh, you know, he didn't kill them and he didn't try to kill them. Yeah. Um, So he's got to be kind of a good guy. Yeah, is, no, he, I mean, he's a, he's a character. I, I, I'm getting the impression that he's part of hopefully a group that they're going to band with. Exactly. So, I mean, they have to band with if they're going to go up against go up against the bad guy. I didn't know what to think of. It was funny. I just wasn't clicking to me when I first saw it, when I first uh, saw this, and I started going back through some of my comics and yeah. reading up on who. I, so I, it was funny. I was like, "Are they trying? Is this like some kind of like wandering Chris Angel type guy? Because he can escape being tied up in literally five seconds or um, something Jason, like that." Jason, he's Jesus. <laughs> okay, that says it all. Okay, <laughs> but I was, but still, I was like, so <clears throat> if you've read the comics, this Jesus character is in the Negan story arc. So they right. are very much heading full speed ahead toward that huge clash. 
which is going to be crazy exciting. Uh, it's going to be outstanding, which made uh, this week's episode kind of, um, you know, we all expected at least a little something more than just Jesus showing up. Right. Well, yeah, and you can think back when you think back to this episode, um, think this was one of the last times where you saw everyday life that's nice and rosy and peachy and, and we did and, time. right and we did plus we didn't see everybody yeah yeah i mean there were a bunch of characters that were missing from this episode yeah so i mean i, I guess they were the ones cleaning the streets of the dead people yeah well, <laughs> of the dead walkers yeah this mark my words you're probably going to look back on this episode maybe the next one they're going to start to get to it but this episode right here will be the last time that we all can collectively take a breath and not be just completely stressed out and on the edge of our seats over the next few because this Jesus character. So basically, in the land of the Walking Dead, there is a bunch of different groups that are just like the one that Rick and the game. Right. Well, we've at. come quite a ways. I mean, if you're if you've survived this long, you have survived being our people right. gathering yeah. together, yep. a group, a tribe, your own people. And so that's what people are starting to figure out is, hey, there's strength in numbers. We don't have to be ruthless. Most of these people, we don't have to be ruthless. We don't have to scavenge nonstop. You know, we, they're starting to band up and to form communities. So it's just a cool, it's kind of also a cool little sociology, you know, look on how we talked about last week, how this is not a story about, walk, you know, zombies. It's more right. about how, you know, society as a whole evolves when everything goes to hell. Right. Well, so that's what's starting to happen. These communities are starting to come together. Now, Jesus is part of one of these communities. And... um yeah, he's he's not a bad guy, spoiler alert. But he um he is one of he's a part of one of these communities that's having to deal with Negan. And I think probably next episode they're going to drop the bomb that hey, this is the this guy is, we have to look out for. I bet you Daryl is going to be like, yeah, that's right. Uh, forgot to tell you. Right. Um. <laughs> and it was it was Daryl, I mean it was three of them that ran into the Negan people. I mean it's it just seemed like Dar- it just seemed like Rick should have known. However, let me just end it with this. You can't lose with an alliance with Jesus.